ground control to major tones. Seven, six, commencing countdown engines on. Three, two, check ignition and may God's love be with you. Thank you all for being here today as we discuss how do we take uh, our franchises into the future. And I have a couple of things I'd like to lay on you today. So, number one, we take the leprechaun, the lucky charms munching motherfucker, and we put him into a little rocket ship and we launch his tiny ass into outer space. And you know what happens to the prophets? Um, no, I, I don't. I don't know, sir. The prophets roll right in. That's correct. The prophets roll right in. I have a second pitch. We take Jason Voorhees from Camp Crystal Lake, the machete-wielding motherfucker. And you know what we do with him? Um, do we also launch him into outer space, sir? That's correct. We launch him into outer space as well. And then what happens with the prophets? Um, I, I, they, they, roll, they roll right in. That's good. They roll right in. The prophets roll right in. Any questions or comments from anybody here today? Um, oh, yes, yes. You with the uh, the low self-esteem and uh, the the tiny penis. Yes, yeah. You have a you have a question or comment? Yes, please, please share. Um, yeah, sir. I just um, I know I'm new here, and um, I just don't know if it's a great idea. I mean, it seems kind of cliche, and it seems kind of um, uh, jump the sharkish. Um, it's just so really. The prophets will roll right in. Trust me on this one. You take the leprechaun. You take the Voorhees kid. You put him in a rocket ship. Three, two, one. Blast off. And the prophets roll right in. Welcome to the Swervers Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm drunk. <laughs> That's Alan. Yo. And we are back for another edition of our podcast. Gentlemen, how are you? Look, you guys know who we are. Who gives a shit? I'm good. All right, well, this could be someone's first time listening. This oh, well, I, okay. <laughs> yes, I'm Pete. My name is Pete. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. You picked, listen. Listen, you picked one hell of an episode to start out with. <laughs> if this is somebody, listen, real, real humdinger. Okay, okay, let me tell you something. If this is, okay, our catalog of episodes, we got a lot of great films. If this is the first fucking episode you chose to listen to. Welcome. Welcome. You're in for a wild ride. <laughs> in space. In space. In space. In space. As... 
Alan so eloquently put it, this is an in space episode. David, you you <laughs> picked up us all. I did. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Because um, you he know, was on drugs at the time. No, I think it was for levity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like we've we've had some more serious episodes, and I was like, let's do one where uh, we don't need to think a whole lot, and uh, yeah. well, well, and we'll see what happens. Ding, ding, ding. You picked a winner. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Well, I also wanted to do like a, a gimmick of like when franchises, yeah, make weird choices. Like, hey, let's do what we've done in every other movie, but in space. In space. All right. That's not going to get old. Um, we are uh, going to discuss these two films. Actually, I had never seen, you know what? I've only think I've ever seen one Leprechaun movie and it was Leprechaun. The original Leprechaun, with Jennifer like, Aniston. <laughs> the Jennifer Aniston classic, um, wow. which was shitty in of itself, and therefore I didn't watch any other Leprechaun movies. But uh, Leprechaun Four in Space uh, was made in 1997. <sighs> ah, boy, um, <laughs> the future. Yeah, yeah. Well, it t- it takes place in 2096. Mm. Uh, hundred years later or something. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna surmise this movie in a couple of sentences. We're gonna go beat by beat. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, please no. I'll be no. honest with you guys; it's one big blur, and I really don't remember a lot of it. And and you know what? I just watched it yesterday, and I don't remember a lot of it. And I was stone cold sober, and I watched <laughs> it, and I tried to pay attention. But here's here's the other part to it. I tried to pay attention. There was a moment in there where I looked down because I was looking at something else, like on my phone or whatever. And then, like, I looked back up and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And I didn't want to rewind it because <laughs> I was like, like I don't want to watch this anymore. Um, <laughs> then I have to. But <clears throat> anyway, this movie is basically, okay, the plot of Alien mm-hmm. kind of-esque. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Mixed oh. with I Dream of Genie. Ah, that's mixed, pretty good. Mixed with Leprechaun. Well, it's a Leprechaun, yeah. Yep. And um, put that all in a blender like they do to tarantulas and some blood in this movie. And uh, Oh, yeah, that, that happened head. too. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, there was a little bit you... of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like that. I thought the one guy looked like Krang or whatever. Some creature feature kind of stuff to it as well. Yeah. That's what I remember. But yeah, Brett's right on point. It's it, they they kind of take the alien storyline. There's a princess, so there's like a sci-fi kind of element too. There's like this space princess, and she has like this royal blood that the leprechaun wants. No, the leprechaun doesn't want it. The no, but he wants doesn't. to be king, though. He the wants leprechaun to be a king. wants to be king. So he right. Sh- her dad is the king, and he wants to marry into the family so he can so kill, he can kill the king. him and be right. Yeah, he wants right, the power. Right. Right. Master of the universe. Yeah, he wants the royal blood, the but it's power like, of the royal blood. Why doesn't he just kill the king? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, why does he have to do all this stuff? Why didn't he just say, I'm the king? And they're like, no, you're not. And then he just turns them all into turnips. And, and they're like, oh, I guess I guess you are the <laughs> well, king. I guess you are the king. All right. Like, we should have just so watched stupid. Willow instead. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> not again. Willow, um, Willow, Willow. <laughs> but... The thing that's so stupid about these Leprechaun movies is like he's a magic, he's a magic man. Um, yeah, try to understand, please. <laughs> he's a yeah, magic I'm, 
<laughs> Believe me, David, I tried to understand. <laughs> you tried? Did you try, 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 try to understand? Try. I tried. tried. Try <laughs> he's a he's a magic man, and he can like kill people with like a snap of a finger, and he never does. No, he never does. Yeah, he's really bad at it. Yeah, he's really the worst killer <laughs> in a film ever. Like, I like, do you remember in our monster battle royale. I think we called him a very movable object. Yes. <laughs> in this in this movie, like he's not like killer. Like he's very mischievous. That's like, all that he is. But yeah. I will say this. It's we'll a lot of gags. It's a lot of gags. This movie had Miguel Nunez in it. I thought of you, Brett, when I was like, "Oh, this at least is at least this is bringing Brett some joy." You love your Miguel Nunez. I, I do. Love him in Return I of do. the Living Dead. I love him in Return of the Living Dead. I love him in Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. And you know I even who else I love in Return of the Living Dead. Linnea Quigley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we're not talking about Return of the Living Dead, although oh. a much a much better film. Not oh. this film. <laughs> <clears throat> this film is one of the most god awful fucking things I've ever seen. It looked like a made for TV film. Dude, did you not get that? Like it, yes. It did. No, I Brett, thought it was at first. It looked I like it a soap like opera. Brett, you're right. And you know what? You know what? It kind of it kind of looked like. And no disrespect to him, but it kind of looked like it kind of looked like a Sam Raimi like episode of like hercules or xena without the hercules or xena <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah like, no, it, you're it, right it didn't look like a feature film it looked like that kind of like production. a tv show or like a like, tales yeah. from the crypt episode Maybe, yeah you're right and that's not necessarily a bad thing but for like if you're gonna watch a movie like you kind of want them to step it up a little bit mm, yeah the budget the budget was three million dollars for this film. holy what shit did what on? did they spend it i on? think leprechaun makeup Oh. Just just to get Warwick Davis to do the movie probably cost. <laughs> oh, maybe the scientist guy with the creature effect. Dude, and no, stuff. that effect was so shitty. Like when you saw him oh. from his arm is like behind his yeah. And yeah. It was like that dummy. Yeah, I don't know. It was like a shitty version of the two weeks character from uh, Total Recall. Yeah, yeah I yeah. like. You know what? I liked that character. You what you, about you, you? Leave her alone, David. Oh, the Total what Recall. About, I love that movie. I love that movie. What about the uh, Metalhead? The Sergeant Metalhead, that was the guy. He was originally cast as the drill instructor in Full Metal Jacket. But oh, when Stanley Kubrick saw Arlie Ermey, he's like, fuck this guy. We're gonna get, we're gonna go with this uh, other guy. So that His guy's probably never so, recovered. Yeah, he's so pissed <laughs> off. Like, but he was like, finally, I can be that character. And then he's in fucking <laughs> Leprechaun 4 in space. <laughs> like, whatever. Like compelled them to think that this was a good idea. Like, what does it to a film uh, franchise? Not that Leprechaun is a is a good franchise. Like, I don't even think I've met anybody who's like, you know what film series I really like? Leprechaun. Leprechaun. No one now, says that. No, no one says that. And I could imagine, like, <clears throat> now I'll give credit where credits due. Uh, this is really hard to do right now, but. I could imagine Leprechaun is like somebody's cult classic. Somebody out there. Oh, listening dude, it is. Through. Like I remember when the new, yeah. when the newest one came out, people were like, "Oh right. my god, I'm so excited! This is like my most right. anticipated horror film of the year." And you're like, "You know what? This. Let me tell you something. This series is someone is someone's like you know it's someone's Friday the Thirteenth for me. It's somebody's like let's get together and have some drinks and watch the new Leprechaun movie. Yeah, okay, know? that I understand. That I, I understand. understand. If people watch it because yeah. it's because it's funny, people then I understand that. But let's not call, let's not let's not market it as a horror movie though. Like this is not a horror movie. This is a comedy, uh, if anything. But I think 
it's still under the umbrella. It's but so I think they, but I think what they're trying, what they 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 don't do it well. Then they're not doing a horror comedy well. They're like because sometimes they're trying to be really serious, and then right. sometimes they're going for the joke. Like like when that one guy gets hit by the fucking pan, and his face looks like oh the yeah, the scientist guy. <laughs> Yeah, that that doctor guy. Yeah, it's very comedic. There's obviously like, look, but, look. That, but they'll do that in one scene, and then in another scene, they'll be like a serious thing, yeah. or like, or or something, or whatever. And then in one scene, uh, the leprechaun's coming out of some guy's gonorrhea dick, and <laughs> yeah. in the next scene, like, Dude, I don't know. So my wife uh, wasn't home. She came into the house after, like, while I was watching it. And I was like, hey, do you want to watch this with me? And she's like, absolutely not. And I was like, all right, well, let me just catch you up on my notes. And I was like, the leprechaun gets blown up. The, a soldier pisses on his corpse. And then the soul of the leprechaun travels up his stream of urine into his dick. And then later, as he's getting frisky with a woman, the leprechaun comes out of his dick. That's how the leprechaun like comes back to life in this movie. And you and you know what's funny? That scene, Wikipedia says he's got gonorrhea. It it says it says unbeknownst to Kowalski, the leprechaun spirit travels up his urine stream and into his penis, where his presence manifests as gonorrhea. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't get that. I mean, I got it because I read the Wikipedia article about it. Yeah, it's. It's there's just there's insane moments in this movie, and you know what? I'll be honest, like it's but it wasn't even good, like like it wasn't even like done well. That's what I'm saying. I didn't read the Wikipedia article, but my notes, yeah, literally say it says Kowalski pisses on leprechaun corpse, his soul travels up urine stream and into his penis. Yes, this happens. It's you know, it's an oddball of a film, and then you have another character, you have this sergeant. Yeah, yeah, he's He's, I'll be honest, he's kind of funny, like, like one guy is like, so I guess, you know, we have the leprechaun, right? And then with the leprechaun, you kind of relate, like, in the storyline, like gold, you know, there's like leprechaun's gold. <laughs> Me part of gold. And like, one of the soldiers is like, wow, this place is riddled with gold. And the sergeant <laughs> is like, he's like, hurry up, dickhead. Like, what the <laughs> Yeah, he does. Well, he calls him a dickhead. I like that part. He's like, what was their mission? What was their mission? What was their mission? To kill the leprechaun? Yeah, because he was like, like so they knew- yeah, they were like that. That guy's been like messing up all like the mines or something, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. So something. they knew that he existed, and they were sent out to kill him. Yeah. They were sent out to kill him. It doesn't even like- make any fucking sense. Like, why? And why is the leprechaun in space? <laughs> What's I don't know. Up there? But I'll be, I, like, and why is it twenty ninety six? There was some element where, like, they had to rescue the space princess. The space I, think we need, like, I think we need a prequel. Right. Yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. Like, Let's find out what happened here. But then, like, here. in the movie, in the movie, like, later on in the movie, like, the space princess aligns herself with the leprechaun. She turns evil also. Like, she's, like, evil. She yeah, wants, the, she wants the gold and the jewels and shit. Despite the fact that they're she wants the, lucky the charms. crew. Oh, and this is another thing. This is going to present itself in the next film that we talk about too. But <clears throat> marines in these types of movies, like futuristic, like like space movies, they're like, not marines. Like they're no. like they're like Joe Blow. Like oh, I'm and, and, well, yeah, and they're all like they're all like <laughs> fucking idiots, and they're all like, we got to kill, man. I want to party. Like they're doing caricatures of the caricature that what what's his nuts did in Aliens. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like oh, game over, man. Game, game over. over. Yeah. One of the first lines of the movie was like, Semper Fi, do or die, kill, kill, kill. And the, the Chrome guy or whatever's metalhead, you know, it's like that dude shouts every line. Like, does that guy yeah. ever speak in just a regular tone? Like, he yells no, like I, every line no, of dialogue. And, and, no, and the, there's a scene where, like, one of the female Marines, of course, like, they make her, like, hot and she's like hot for sex and you know she's like you know and then like the leprechaun comes out of his dick and this and that. that's the girl and then, from, like, home, from home improvement right oh that is her it's a tool time yeah. girl so like so she the took guy over dies. from pam anderson yeah yeah so like the guy dies and then later on like the sergeant like they're avenging his death or something and then she's like she gets she's, hot for him <laughs> Dude, yeah she then, wants like, to fuck him and then like the sergeant's like uh whatever like <laughs> You know what's funny is um, I hadn't seen this movie before, but I caught a part of it on TV like years ago. And even like there was a line that she said that like stuck with me that I even remembered it as I watched it the other day. It's just something like, uh, oh, I just blame myself uh, for that guy's death. Uh, if I hadn't given him that boner. <laughs> like, she said something yeah. about giving yeah. him a boner. Yeah, and that's oh, and that's geez. right when the sergeant talks about getting a boner himself. He's like, I hope oh, to die one day with a fucking boner. And then she's like, Oh, maybe I can give it to you. And the sergeant's just like, Whatever. But and it turns thing. out he's he's an android. Is he? Remember the later? sergeant? Yeah, oh, later yeah, on yeah. The yeah. We find out he's yes, like, he was. Yes. Yeah, we find out he's a robot at the end. Yes, we that's do. Correct. Yeah. Later, oh, yes, fuck. later on, I missed that part because I he, thought he got injured because he was helping the one guy. No. When, but, like we got find his out he's a robot, but I have good news for you. Um, it doesn't matter because there's no reason for him yeah. being a robot. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just bizarre. And then there's a scene where like the leprechaun grows big and like he's like a oh, giant. I remember that. Oh, and then and then the the bad guy, Doctor Mittenhead, <laughs> or Mittenhand. Sorry, <laughs> not Mittenhead. <laughs> Mittenhand. A, yeah. The leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, the fucking uh, hamburger helper uh, Mitten guy. Yeah. Yeah. The leprechaun mixes a concoction of a scorpion, a tarantula, and uh, the princess's magic blood and injects it into Dr. Mittenhand's fucking I will say this. Hold on. I will say this. Uh, There was a scene where the the magic I Dream of Genie princess, space princess, uh, reveals, like, takes off her top. And I gotta give her a meow. <laughs> like she was, she was really cute. Like regardless I her, of her breasts, like, uh, there was. I no like reason how I like how evil that. she was. Like she was kind of like an evil like bitch. Yeah, yeah but regard regardless of it being boobs, like there was no reason for her to yeah, do that. It was good too. Like, no, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. It wasn't even like, a, oh, sorry, you caught me with my top down. She was like, and you guys, look at these. And then she but just you like. Know what? Back up. I'll be honest. Like the thirteen-year-old in me was like. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, but Look, I was like, I was like, you know, I'm gonna sit through this shit. But you know what? Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Mitten hand. Mitten hand then evolves into a giant, a uh, freak, <laughs> spider, uh, um, fucking scorpion, human, fucking bullshit thing. And then he's like even more evil than anything, and he tries to kill everybody. Well. The leprechaun is trying to kill everybody, and the princess, Princess Daphne, or whatever the fuck her name was, <laughs> she's trying to kill everybody. Ultimately, everybody dies. The leprechaun gets like sh- blown up or put out into space. Oh, he gets thrown out into space where he blows up 
or implodes or explodes or whatever, and then he flips everybody off <laughs> as he's flying through space, mm-hmm. and they're Dude, watching I, him. And Miguel, Miguel Nunez survives. I can't believe you remember all this, honestly, because it was a fucking blur. It's weird. I have very detailed notes on this movie, and I don't really know why. Like, <laughs> I didn't I take like a any full notes. Page. I didn't take any notes, and you know what? I re- I watched this movie like not even like three days ago, and I don't <laughs> remember not shit. Even 20, yeah, I watched this movie not even twenty four hours ago, and I wish I didn't remember anything from it. But um, you know, I I don't know. I I can start getting into my review if you guys don't mind. Sure, go ahead. Hey, real please. quick, did you Brett? Did you at least appreciate that uh, Miguel Nunez gets like caught by a spider, and his name is Spider in Return of the Living Dead? I didn't even think about that until just now. I thought I was like, "Oh, uh, I wish this very happen- I wish this happened in a better movie." Yeah. So <laughs> here's 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 my review. Zero. Um, oh there? shit! Is wow. that a first? Zero. That's a first. Zero. Oh no no no. That's where hold on. Wait wait wait, wait 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 wait. Hold, no, hold on. I've given other movies zero. I don't think you have. No, I don't <laughs> yeah. think. You- Alan, check the archives. Yes, sir. Get, hold right? on. Let's see. I think I gave. <laughs> Crunch I think the I numbers. Gave- I think oh, I'm I a, gave I'm uh, poultry, the numbers. Uh, thanks, killing. I think I gave a zero too. Did you? I don't think you. Maybe, maybe. Was this that bad? I don't know. I'm gonna have oh, a sip of this on. beverage though. While was this that check. bad? The worst movie ever made. Uh, that's uh, that's a good beverage. I don't think you've ever given anything a zero. I don't think you have either. Um. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, like if you tuned in for an episode, <laughs> like this is history this in is, the making. This is swear this is, history. Let me tell you something. This is if if you're a sports fan, if you're a historian, this is a where were is, you moment. This is this is yeah. Where <laughs> were you when this happened? This is very landmark. Okay, <laughs> Leprechaun Four, Lost in Space, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah. You okay. See? Let's review. Let's review Brett's ratings. Okay. <laughs> Blood Rage. He gave a point five. Elvira's Haunted Hills. Point five. Feast Two. Point five. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, 0.5. Ghostface, 0.5. Lords of Salem, 0.5. Neon Maniacs, 0.5. Poultrygeist, 0. Oh, shit. Return of the Witch, 0.5. Return to Whore High, 0.5. Sawyer, 0.5. Shocking Dark, 0.5. Sorority House Massacre, 0.5. Thanks Killing, 0. Damn it. I gave two movies. They were both picked by David, by the way. Now this is the third movie. That's been so is by this David. as bad as those You're two? You're welcome. Oh, yes. Oh, this was this was just as bad as mm-hmm. Poultrygeist and Thanks Killing, if not, I would say worse. Ah, because wow. I don't even think I don't even think I would enjoy watching this movie with a group of people, whereas I could Ooh. see watching Thanks Killing with a group of people. Oh. And being like, oh, we can laugh at this. This movie, I wouldn't even laugh at because it was it's it's so boring. Also, like it gets I, I will very. Say this, but I, but I will say this: maybe like some of the humor wasn't really funny, right? Like this no. is, it's not a slasher nor a black comedy. I guess you could say it's science fiction because it takes place like space. in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, th- I I think I agree with you. Like there were just like the humor just wasn't really funny. Like it was very predictable. Yeah, now, dude. Th- there's now, none I, of the jokes land. Like the closest thing I think to a chuckle right. was when uh, the leprechaun says something like, "Hey, like Shakespeare said, 
shit happens. And I was like, now I, I don't know if you guys, I'm not even going to laugh. Now I'm sure 95 minutes, 95 minutes is how long this movie is. Yeah. yeah. It was it, long. That too is long. Too long. Too long. Now I will say this. Now I, I love black comedies. All right. And black comedies are supposed to be like, I mean like Friday or no, not Friday. No, 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 no. Black comedies are supposed to be like very dark humor. It's not supposed to be predictable. This was very predictable. It was not funny. And not to say black humor is supposed to be funny, but it's supposed to be where it's just like... That's racist. Very, you mean like coming to, to America? That's no, a great we're movie. Not, we're not, no, we're not talking about... We're not talking... Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be serious here. We're not talking about... Friends. Your royal penis is clean and a, and a leprechaun came out of it. We're trying no, to make you laugh. No, I, I understand what you're saying. We're, we're not we're not talking about race. We're talking yes, about I know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it doesn't have that element of like shocking humor. It was very like predictable. It was very like that's not funny. Like yeah, no, even, it's not dark comedy. It's it's not it's, dark comedy. It's not a very it's you know, it's not like And even if it like, is self referential, even if right. it's like acknowledging itself like as what right. it is, like so stupid, it doesn't yeah. even do that well. Yeah, like uh, better examples are Blood Diner, um, Microwave Massacre. There's better examples of black comedy. Even like, you know, maybe Beetlejuice has better elements of black comedy. Um, Ghostbusters, maybe. Um, you know, I can't think at the moment because I've been drinking. But, <laughs> you know, this is not a black comedy. It's just very, it was very cheap. Like, it was very predictable. Black comedy is not supposed to be predictable. It's supposed to catch you off guard. And this was not a black comedy. What'd you give it, Brett? I, I gave it zero. zero. What'd you give it? What'd you give it, David? <laughs> I gave it a 0. .5. Um, and a I only give it that five? because I thought Warwick Davis was halfway decent in a really bad movie. And, like, his makeup was decent. And, and he's half the height <laughs> of a normal person. <laughs> yeah, he gets yeah, half. He gets but, half. By default, I'll give it. You know, I'll I'll give it. I'll give it some credit. He did play the character with some enthusiasm. Obviously, this is the fourth film. You know, it seems like he had some fun playing this. Playing this role, I don't know. I mean, I did like the space princess. There was a lot of random elements in this film where it's just like, you know, what the fuck is going on? Um, I give it a one. <laughs> That's a zero point five <laughs> overall. I don't know. Slaughter High is down there. There's some other ones, but I watched I mean, Slaughter High a hundred times before I watched this. Movie. Dude, I still contend. <laughs> I still would say Poultry Geist. I think is probably the worst movie that I think we've seen. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. Poultry Geist is probably the worst film ever. But this is not far behind it. This is like it's definitely. Like, yeah. This is definitely the worst film I've seen this year. I, I will say <laughs> this though, Brett. I will say this. Like obviously, like. I I know you disagree with me, but I think this is something you can watch with other people and have a lot of drinks, have a lot of smoke, just have a fucking laugh. I think in the right yeah, it could be. I don't laugh. think it's funny though. I don't think it's even no, stupid no, no, no. funny. No, it's like, not. It's not even no, no. like like I would rather watch a movie like uh, The Room. No, that's sure. a movie I'd that watch... you can watch and laugh. No, no, at. Right. no you're right. Absolutely, you you're, can't you're... even laugh at this because no, you'd get you're... bored. No, no, no! You're correct. You you cannot watch like you can watch another movie over this and have a laugh. But I think when you're with a group of people, you can laugh at the absurdity. But of what it. I'm saying is, is like I don't think like if you were with a group of people and you're all like partying or whatever, and you're like, let's watch a movie. 
by by 60 minutes into it, everybody's going to disperse because they're going to be like, this is pretty boring. And people are going to go outside and go play a game, but I think, play cards. I think it, I think it depends on the drink. I think if you're drunk enough, I you think it, watch, may, it may be a factor. <laughs> you could watch scenes. You could watch yeah, scenes yeah. of this movie and laugh. Yeah. Like, if you edited, like, a mixtape together of, like, shitty moments and shitty movies, there you go. this would be... Dude, no, that's that's a project. I think that's I think I that it. Uh, I think, <laughs> <at> it, dude. <laughs> I think the only thing is, uh, I think Princess Arena gets my one. That's it. She's there a meow. Right. There you go. There you go. That's it. Well, well, she had you standing at attention. <laughs> and, uh, Warwick Davis was coming out of your penis. Uh, oh. David, David decided to pick another in space movie. Oh, thank you, David. Uh, mm, no problem. So, uh, <laughs> I mean. Is that does it make me a hero? I don't know. What's a hero? Right? <laughs> you can call me a hero if you want. Sure. In this time, there's heroes coming. Many. Uh... Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, not all heroes wear capes. Some now, masks. I'll be I'll be interested in what we think about this next film that we cover. All right, so we're going to talk about Jason X. It's 2001. This and the- I, I I think we've all seen this before, have we? Yes. No, um, I thought, oh. I thought I'd seen this movie. Uh, maybe I've seen like bits and pieces, like on like regular cable or something. But I've never seen this movie all the way through. I don't think I've seen this all the way through, but I've seen a majority of it. I think it was on the Sci-Fi Network or USA or something back back in the nineties. There were parts I recognized, but uh, yeah, oh, it didn't come out. It didn't come out until two thousand one. So right? You, you well, didn't well, see it in the nineties. No, but long ago enough to where it was that long ago. You know it what I mean? It came out in 2001, like, and it is a real space odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I saw this movie in, um, in the theater. Ooh. It, was, it was actually released in the United States in 2002. You uh-huh. dumb sucker. <laughs> in April 26th. <laughs> uh, well, I'm a big Friday the 13th fan, as we know. Um, this must be really good. It's in space. <laughs> no, that's not what I thought. I thought, hey, it's a new Friday the 13th movie. The last one we had uh, sucked, and uh, that was... Um, it was Jason Goes to Hell, which is the worst so, of... Yeah, so they weren't terrible. even allowed to use the title. Well, so Paramount sold to New Line, but apparently Paramount still held the the name rights to Friday the 13th. So the reason why Jason Goes to Hell was not Friday the 13th... So they were uh, like, come up with your own shit. Yeah, they didn't give them the title, but they had the rights to the Jason They're character. Like, Fuck you. We're, going Jason to, we're going to space. Yeah. So, um, well, Jason went to hell and Freddy was dead. There was a lot of talk of making a movie uh, where the two faced off against each other. Freddy versus Jason, Jason versus Freddy. But uh, not quite yet. Yeah, they couldn't quite get around to it. There was a lot of... Um, the world just wasn't ready yet. Not yet. No. The world wasn't ready and and they they um couldn't get a script that they could get behind but so audiences wouldn't forget who jason Voorhees was they decided we need to make a movie um there was a couple ideas pitched i know tom mclaughlin pitched an idea where jason was in the snow um so the guy from uh the guy who directed part six wrote uh part six he pitched that idea they didn't take him up on it would have been the a snow. Would have been a much better We're getting idea. One of those soon. We are getting one uh, from uh, uh, Never, uh, Womp Stomp Films is doing Never Hike in the Snow, which uh, their first one, Never Hike Alone, was awesome. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, so they decided, well, let's go with this idea: Jason in space. It works so well for the Leprechaun franchise. Hey, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. 
<laughs> so uh, the idea was that if they put them in space in the future, then they wouldn't have to explain stuff that happened between now and then because it happened between now and then, and this was way in the future. So they could backstory it and it wouldn't be a problem. The only problem with that is Jason gets frozen in the year 2010 mm-hmm. and doesn't wake up until uh, 2455. Yeah. So, yeah, what the hell was he up to? How did he get arrested? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> don't so I to, think don't was... have to explain the backstory of my ass. Yeah. So there's a little bit of confusion there with me, too. It's like, well, first of all, we all know that the Friday the 13th franchise went downhill rapidly after part six. <laughs> yeah. After part six. Part six was probably, I don't want to say it's the best of the movies, but it's definitely the, the like up there on the peak. The hey, down- what, year, what year did part six come out? Uh, again? 86. 86. Yeah. So every movie after part six was slowly worse than the previous one. Yeah. Uh, and it, and that's held true. I mean, I guess you could say Freddy versus Jason was better than this one. But each one was slightly worse than the previous one, in my opinion. Uh, so, uh, and and what's at the top of the list and what's exactly at the bottom of the list, everybody can argue that. But this yeah. is definitely is the bottom. So, so to, to to give you kind of a time capsule vision of when this when this came out on video, I was working at Blockbuster Video in two thousand two, and this was not a big release. Yeah, I, can believe I remember that. <laughs> I remember stalking the new release wall and Jason X was not a big release. You know what's funny about that though? Is the movie uh the movie sucked in the box office. But it actually was I think I read uh, I don't know where I read it, so maybe it's not true, but I thought I read that it was one of the best performing on uh, home video. If you take into home video, yeah, yeah. sure, sales, sure, things like that, sure. yeah. it was actually one of the top. I can see uh, that. Performing. Yeah, the budget, according to Wikipedia, the budget was eleven to fourteen million. Like they're not even clear on the budget, and the box office was sixteen point nine million. Hmm. So, so it kind of it just basically broke even, just slightly. It was one of the worst performing Friday Thirteenth films, I think, behind uh, Part Eight. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta think about this time period. By this time, audiences weren't really looking for like gimmick killers. They were like into the teen slashers, like the screams, and I know you did last yeah. summers and that sort of. Thing. Right. So you know that was big at the moment in, in the in the you know two thousand one two thousand two. You know movies with Jason and Freddy and any kind of gimmick killer just wasn't really drawing. You know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they had their cult audiences, but, you know, the big hits were like, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt and, and, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar and, you know, these Nev Campbell, like, this is what was drawing in horror at the moment, basically. And, and, and even those were getting a little long in the tooth mm-hmm. at this point. We weren't, we weren't getting really smart horror films. So times had changed when this came out. Yeah, and and here's where I read it. I read it on IMDb that it made more than triple the cost of production in DVD and post-theater sales. So statistically, it's one of the most successful Friday the 13th films. Yeah, you you saw these cult audiences. This is one that I thought I owned. Like, even though I hadn't seen it all the way through, I thought I had it. So, like, when it came time to watch it, I, like, walked over and was like, all right, where are you? And I was like, oh... 
crap, I'm going to have to pay to rent this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me kind of run through the basic plot line. Again, this one is a lot like Alien in the sense that there's a, a monster loose on a ship. But what it starts out with is, yes, Jason's been arrested. He's been captured by the government. They tried to kill him. <laughs> They've tried to kill him. For yeah, Jason. they keep trying to execute him. They just can't do it. Yeah, he keeps regenerating. He's got like regenerative abilities, is and what it, they say. It's 2010. Yeah, and so they're gonna they're gonna cryogenically freeze him, but then David Cronenberg shows up, and he's like, <laughs> yes, "That's right." He plays Dude, the you doctor. Know what's funny, I was like, okay, I'll be honest. When I was watching this film, I was like, this guy looks like David Cronenberg. Dude, I did the same thing. I had to pause it. I was like, "Is that David Cronenberg?" And I, I was, was like, like I right. was like, man, like. This guy reminds me of David Cronenberg. There's no way he's doing this fucking film. He must have owed somebody some money. This must have been somebody else. And I was like, at the end of the movie, I was like, wow, that was fucking David Cronenberg. Yeah, somebody had some like incriminating photos of him or something. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he yeah, comes along. He was having fun. Yeah, he comes along and he's like, uh, I want Jason. And, uh, and he, he's playing an asshole, which he's good at. Yeah, yeah, the scientist, yeah. the he scientist wants, lady. He wants to research like how he's able to like regenerate and like heal. I think he wants to use him for like a government like weapon. Yeah, yeah he wants to turn him into Wolverine. David Cronenberg playing David Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the lady's like, "Who's going to cryogenically freeze him?" She's like, "No." They argue, but he gets Smart. Jason free. Well, Jason actually gets free before that, and then he proceeds to kill everybody except for her. She tricks him into the cryogenic freeze chamber. Um, he gets in there, she turns it on, but before he gets frozen, he stabs her, yeah. breaching the hole of the cryogenic freeze thing, no. freezing her. Freezes all of them. And they, everybody freezes. And was like, okay, was nobody like monitoring this fucking place? Like, <laughs> just her. Oh shit, this place is like yeah, fucking Yeah, what happened like, after that? How did it get frozen in time? Like, like the person, the person who was like the second shift, yeah, like, no, no, you know, ever showed up. Yeah, they're yeah. like bringing their lunchbox. They're like, oh, do, my do, turn do, to watch do. <laughs> And let's backtrack a little bit. Let's backtrack a little bit. This is the Crystal Lake Research Facility. Yeah. Like, how did a fucking campground become a fucking Crystal Lake Research Facility? Because that's where Jason's from, man. You gotta gotta keep him at home. But also, wow. it was funny too because David Cronenberg has a line where he says, "Like, I need to take him to the Scranton branch." And I thought of the office. <laughs> the like, office. I was like, yeah. It's like taking him to the Scranton branch. Yeah, he came over from Stanford. Yeah. yeah. It's like so, closing, so, closing this down. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to stick on, with this Tuna. film. I, like, I assume, like, okay, the apocalypse happened. Well, that must have been what it is. It's that must have been it. Roughly 450 years later. The four horsemen show up and everything's fucked. And yeah. Yeah. And we got some kids who were in, I don't know, space school. Kids in space school, of course. And they go and they're investigating Earth 1 because they live on Earth 2. Yeah, 445 Uh, years later, the year is 2455, uh, whatever. 2455, yep. And um, so they come down and they find the Jason Frozen and they find the gal and they're going to be like, oh, we can take him back to the ship to research him. We can bring the girl back, but the, the guy in the hockey mask... We can't bring him back. I thought it was funny too because they're like, "What's he wearing?" Like the teachers, like, "What's what, give us all this history about pop culture in the in the two thousands?" And he's like, "What's he wearing?" And he's like, "It's a hockey mask." And they're like, "It's a sport that was banned in twenty twenty four." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, maybe back in two thousand that seemed like a long ways away, but yeah, 
it's not yeah. banned, and it's yeah. not gonna be banned. And uh, yeah, they should they should have put that out a little further. <laughs> so we or see not that, that like <laughs> everything is like served to us on a silver platter. The the fucking professor is like smart, but he's also greedy and he's a perv. Like the students <laughs> are idiots. There's a pot smoker. There's one that's really geeky, and he has, like, this fucking pet cyborg. All the women characters in this movie dress like they just came off the set of, like, a telenovela. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, like, yeah. total Mexican soap opera, like, yep. like every character. Like, very, yeah. lots, of, lots, of, lots of bare midriff. Oh, yeah. The, the other thing that annoyed the shit out of me about this was being a big Friday the 13th fan is, um, I... This is one of my least favorite Jasons. Kane Hodder's fine playing the role of Jason. I think Part 7 Jason is up there as one of my favorites. Um, and that was his first foray into this. But this one, like, he he has hair. Yeah, he looks he, a lot more human. Like, you see a lot of his face under the mask. Like, it looks like Kane Hodder wearing yeah. a mask. It, I think it, it's, and, and this was also the most Kane yeah. Hodder. It was like... I saw him wearing the mask, and I'm like, that is clear. Now, I know the person. I know the man. I've met him. Um, I don't know him, but I yeah. know of him, and I've met him, and I've seen him in person. And that was clearly Kane Hodder wearing a hockey mask. Right. Yeah. It's. I think it's clearly, like, it's obviously, like, a reboot of the franchise. No, or... it wasn't even a reboot. It was... No, but I, I think... No, no, but I think it was, like, kind of, like, an attempt. It's like, okay, we're going to take Jason... But we're gonna put him in space. It's well, yeah. two thousand one. That's exactly that's, what they did. It wasn't a reboot, yeah. though. Like, no, but they no, were... not a re- no, not a reboot, not a remake. But they're trying to like revitalize the franchise. Oh, okay. They're they're putting Jason. Like I said earlier, you got you got an era of like teen slashers with Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Nev Campbell. You got you know Dude, audiences. That's, that's why I picked these see, movies. Remember? Yeah, wanting to see these type of movies. <laughs> But then, you know, you have these filmmakers and they're like, let's take Jason. Let's turn this shit up to 11 and see what happens. Well, yeah. And they let's really, they, put they, him they, in space. And they wanted to try to make him relevant or keep try, him relevant. They, they wanted to try to, yeah, they tried, they, they wanted to like change it, you know? It's like. And to be fair, they were trying to keep it relevant right. so that people wouldn't forget. So when they did come out with Freddy, Freddy versus Jason, yeah. a few relates. There'd be some buzz. Right. I just saw that um, guy in space. All right. I can yeah. see him again. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So of course you have like these students in space and obviously you have a holographic, you have, you have a holodeck. Yeah. You have, you have um, the typical like um the typical stereotypical characters from slasher films, but in space. Yeah. Um we get introduced to this concept of these like nanobots that can repair uh, humans' bodies. That's gonna come into Oh, uh, they're like play. space insects or something, like yeah, but like that's going to come into play later on because the cyborg kills Jason. Oh, yeah. And then the nanobots like bring him back and he's Uber Jason then. Yeah. And they, he's even credited as Uber Jason. But he's like bigger and badder. He's like really buff. That yeah. I actually kind of dig the Uber Jason look. I it was cool. It was like, it was, a, cool. It was like it was Super cool. Shredder in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah, it was. Ultimately, everybody everybody dies. There's Marines, stupid Marines. There's fucking kids, stupid kids. They fuck. They <laughs> die. They get it's killed all, in creative the ways. There's a there's a cool there's a cool quick kill that I think is one of Kane Hodder's favorite kills where he yeah. dunks the chick's head in the um, was, oh dude that kill was that, awesome like that was and the liquid kill. liquid nitrogen and, he and he the buster her face. head and like her head's all like mangled like that looked really yeah. really cool. 
Yeah. I was going to say, I also really like the nod to part seven with the sleeping bag kill towards the end of the movie uh, where he yeah, kills yeah. one girl that's in a sleeping bag and he kills her with another girl in the sleeping bag and beats one person to death with another person. I thought that yeah. was, I actually thought yeah. that was pretty cool. That w- that I, took place uh, on the holodeck. Yeah. But this had more elements of black comedy. Like David, like you touched up on with like him, there's like a hologram where it, it simulates like false. Crystal Lake. Yeah, and he's like beating the sleeping like a person, the, the girl in the sleeping bag on the other girl in the sleeping bag. Like this had more elements of black comedy. I kind of liked that about this. I was just gonna say it was very self-referential. It was um, very self-referential, and 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 you know you got you got to admit like this was in an era where those tropes have become parody. Oh yeah, you know, and it was. And it was a parody of that, itself. Yes, and this movie yeah, was very that. self-referential and didn't yeah. take itself too seriously. Like there was a kill where like Jason impales a guy on a spike or something, and the guy right. says, uh, "It'll take more than a poke in the ribs to put down this old dog." And then he like puts another one through him. And he's like, "Yeah, that'll do it." Yep. Yeah, that'll. Or do it. or the time that he throws the guy on like a, a spinny like drill. Yeah. And the guy like spins his way down while he dies, <laughs> and then the right. girl they're like, "What happened to him?" And he's like, "Oh, he's screwed." He's screwed. You know, yeah. the, and then you, you have know, like those a stoner kid. type lines. You have the dumbass <laughs> stoner kid, like the dumbass kid was like a obviously like a stoner or whatever, like some dumb kid. He dies, you know, like you have all the tropes playing out. Did you like that that the stoner kid had a shirt that had the had a thirteen on it? Thirteen? Yeah. I didn't catch it. It was like a baseball jersey or something. Oh. Uh, so ultimately, like Jason gets sucked out into space just like Leprechaun, except for he doesn't flip anybody off. <laughs> him, him, and uh, the sergeant. The sergeant actually sacrifices himself, and they go flying off, and they land on Earth Two as a shooting star, and they land in a lake, and there's a couple near the lake, and they're like, "Oh, that meteor, it just hit the lake. Let's go investigate." And then you hear the. It's like, how do they fucking know it was so <laughs> far away? Well, come on, it's a fucking movie. I know. It, all the other stuff that we could like fucking <laughs> accept throughout the movie, that's the one thing you're not going to. Um, there's, so, so many, there's so much stuff. And there's so much shit we didn't cover, but there's a lot of shit. Oh, in this yeah, movie. there's tons of stuff. There's, there is a lot of shit. I, I mean, I, I can go first, I guess. I don't know. I'm yeah. the one talking, so I guess I'll go first. Um, this, by far, is not my least favorite Friday the 13th, but it's definitely up there. Mm. However, watching it, Again, there were some parts where I was like, okay, I kind of, I kind of like that. I kind of understand that it's, it's more comedy than anything else. Uh, it, this is what Leprechaun in space wanted to do, but couldn't do. However, it's not always funny and it's not good and it's not, it's not necessary. (laughs) Like this movie wasn't necessary. Like why they chose this. I don't know. It was just to get something out there that they thought they could make some money off of. And they ultimately did make money, not as much as I think they would have liked to. Um, and definitely not as much as Freddy versus Jason did. Um, but all that being said, um, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a one and a half. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. Um, but uh, it's it sucks on a lot of <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Roger Ebert gave it half. Uh, uh-huh. and he said he quoted the movie when he says this sucks on so many levels. Now I don't always agree with Roger Ebert, but yeah, I didn't take a lot of notes on this film. Um, 
I had seen this before. I think it was on the USA Network back in the day or Sci-Fi Network or I'm not sure. Remember, I, I don't even remember where I saw it. So this was like the first time I saw this, like, you know, all the way through unedited, just like sat, sat through it basically. And honestly, it's not that bad. I mean, I, we shit on it a lot. Like obviously like in these last few minutes, like, you know, this last episode, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Like, there was just some goofy stuff, but, I mean, it's really just, like, a it's just a goofball of a film, and that's not a bad thing. There's movies that I like, like, Shocking Dark and Robo War, where it's just like, what the fuck? Like, it's just, the logic is just out the window, but it's still entertaining. Um, as far as, like, Friday the 13th films, it's not up there for me. But I will say this, like, there's just something to it it's just a lot of fun. This, but, I think, would be a better watch with a group of friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah, perhaps. De- like, it's just, yep. But, I mean, like, there were some cool kills. I, I liked the cyborg chick, like the android girl. What about when her nipples fell off? Full Matrix in the end of the movie? What's that, David? Or she went, like, Full Matrix mode at the end of the movie? Yeah, like there was just some there was just some elements of it that I just thought were just kind of like entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like when the nerd guy fucks her and she says I just got an upload. Yeah, like it was just <laughs> Yeah, like there was just some like there some, fucking uploads. It's it's just a really fun movie that I I don't take too seriously. There were some cool kills. There was just some funny moments. And, you know, I like that Jason came back, like, you know, they thought he was dead, he came back. I like that the annoying girl got killed, like, the one that was, like, like, obviously the one that had sex earlier, and then she was, like, oh, crying, oh, you know, and then, like, she, the idiot kills herself, you know, on, like, the the getaway ship, you know. What about the one who gets (laughs) sucked out of the That was cool, too. Like, she was great. Oh yeah, she was the yeah. one I think that like was hot for the professor. Like oh, I would have, I would have liked to. Have seen, yeah, I would have liked to have seen the professor got killed. We saw it off screen. Yep. You know, there's a lot of decapitations. There, there were some cool kills. Obviously, the one with like the scientist, and you know, and like she gets her head dunked, and then like it's frozen, and then he smashes it. That's I think it's one of the really great Friday the Thirteenth kills. Did you think um, at first? Did you think like maybe she was going to be the final girl or one of the final girls? Yeah. And she ended up being one of the first ones killed. Yeah, because she was like one of the smart ones, and she wasn't into like frolicking and all that stuff. She was like, eh. Yeah, I'm just gonna do I, my work. I'll give the I'll give the film credit. I thought it was cool how like they kind of like confused you a little bit. You know, like oh, you thought she was the one because she was smart. She was a scientist. Yeah, she was you know researching him, and then like they killed her off. Yep. She's like one of the first ones to die, like main characters. Yep. Um, I give it a two. It's Ooh. fun. It's fun, but you know, it's it's also like it has its flaws. It's also shitty. It's <laughs> fun. <laughs> it's, it's it's shitty fun. And you know what? There's a lot of shitty fun movies that I like. Hey, and listen, listen, that's not to say that I would never watch this film again, but I just probably would never recommend this movie to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be I like, mean, oh, you should watch If you're having, I, I would say, David, you know, I I don't know if you've ever shown this at a party, but no, I think this it's was a good first time seeing it. 
it's I think it's a good candidate for like a party. Just have it playing. You know, All right. well, let's let's get David's thoughts then. This yeah, David, what do you think? You you'd never seen this before. No, I just seen like bits and pieces of it, but yeah. yeah, this was the first time seeing it all the way through, and it was a weird experience because um, I told you guys earlier, like my dog was kind of sick this week, so I watched some of it at home while I was kind of like watching over her, and she got really sick, um, so I took her to the vet. I watched most of the movie while I was at the vet, like in the waiting room, like waiting for her to get <laughs> tested and stuff. So I was watching it on my phone, um, and then I got home. And then finished it there. So definitely one of the most disjointed watchings I've ever done. But as far as my notes go, so I said the good things I really liked about this movie. I said the visual effects, I didn't think actually were half bad, considering like that it was a low budget movie. For 2001, right. in high, at least in high def, like that I watched, I thought the movie looked pretty good. It um, did, it did. It you know, did. I thought some of the humor worked. Uh, I it liked did. that it didn't take itself seriously. I didn't think the movie was trying to be anything that it wasn't. It wasn't right. at all presenting itself as like a serious film. You're right. So I right. thought I had fun. I uh, another thing that we haven't really talked about was I liked um, the score by Harry Manfredini. Yes, there was a cool like twist. Like you still had the classic Friday the Thirteenth camp music mixed with some sci-fi type stuff. Uh, I thought yeah, the right. score was very creative. And I was actually right. surprised when I saw his name in the credits because I didn't prior to this I didn't know that he even did the music for the uh, yeah. for this one. So I thought the music was cool. Uh, like we said, the cryo crush head skull thing was awesome. The movie was pretty action packed throughout. I, I wasn't bored yeah. at all. Um, it's more action sci fi, would you say? Yeah, definitely. And but the things I didn't like about it, all the characters are very one dimensional. Like there's no create like there's no original characters. They're all people we've seen before they're all tropes the the tropes Um, as i mentioned i thought it was weird that uh, they made all the women in the movie dress like very scantily i thought that was kind of kind of cheap um most of the kills it's very predictable and you know what it's not really like it's not really horror to be honest like obviously it's a horror franchise but it's not really like you know it's not your typical horror because we know who jason is we know what he's gonna do it's really more sci-fi action, yeah. if anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I just thought I thought it was disappointing that most of the kills, like we had a couple really good kills, but most of the kills happen off screen or they happen like in the dark yeah. when you can't really see what's going on. Um, we whatever. really needed to see the professor get killed, but we didn't. We <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. We, we just, just saw we, his... We just hear him scream. We saw his decapitated head. Yeah, and then we hear him scream like... Yeah. That's it. That part was kind of funny, oh. too, because he's like, oh, you want your machete? He's like, hey, everything's all right, kids. He just wanted his machete. Yeah. It's all good. It's like, oh, come on. So, Jason's going to kill yeah, you. Yeah. So dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> but I would agree. Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, if I was going to rank the whole franchise, I mean, this is definitely in the bottom half. Um, but that said, I agree with you, Brett. Uh, and I think, Alan, you said the same thing. This is not the worst of, of the Friday the 13th films. It has its moments. Yes. Yeah, it's down there. Um, but I was entertained. I gave it a one and a half uh, also. So it's a 1.67 overall. I'll be, yeah, I'll be honest. If it wasn't a Friday the 13th film, like, I think it stands pretty good. Uh, hmm, that's a good question. I'm trying to I think. It's just like kind of just dumb, like, just dumb, like, fun, like, killings, black humor. Yeah. Like, you know. It's definitely, like, uh,. I think because it's yeah. part of the franchise. Yeah, maybe you're right. We're kind of we're kind of comparing it, so we're just like giving it low marks. You know, here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. I was thinking about this not that long ago, actually, last weekend when David and I were talking 
uh, about Friday the 13th. Uh, and I was looking at our review of the original movie because that's the only other one that we've done. Did we do Freddy versus Jason yet? We have not. No. no. So that's the only Friday the 13th movie we've actually reviewed. Is no, that. We, no, no, we did Jason Lives also. Yeah, we did oh. Jason Lives, the original and the remake. Yeah. yeah, and now this one. Yeah. But even those movies, like, I don't know if I would rate any of them, like, super high. Like, we none did. of them are... No. None of them... I mean, like, any in the franchise, as much as I love them... Yeah. Like, I love them on a personal level, and, like, yeah. you know, like, I love Just, whatever, but... I'm not going to like, give our listeners a recap. Um, 1980, the original Friday the 13th, Brett, David, and myself, across the board, we gave it two and a half. The 2009 remake, across the board, two and a half. Uh, Jason Lives, part six, Brett, two, David, three and a half, and I gave it a two. Yeah, so, I mean, three and a half is the highest we've ranked any one of these. So, I this... Listen, there's not a lot of space in between them as far yeah. as that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's not like space. oh, there was, yeah, there was a there was a Friday Thirteenth movie that's a five, and that's what I'm holding this up to. But I will say, Alan, maybe you're right. If it wasn't a Jason character, because of iconic character that he is, and if it was more of a we're gonna do um, a spoof on right. the Jason character, maybe it would have gotten higher. I don't know, but yeah. It, 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 it feels like we're kind of holding him to a standard of what we know, you know? Yeah, yeah, you could be correct. But it's, it's still fun. It's still fun. Um, interesting side note to this. Betsy Palmer was actually in uh, Canada while they were filming this. Yeah, they reached out to her. Yeah, and she was going to do it. They just couldn't come to an agreement. But, David, you got some interesting <laughs> Betsy Palmer. Uh, I blame you, man. So if you tuned into our, our live stream uh, a couple what, or Alan, did ago. you know that did you know that David and I did that? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, did Alan, you know so, while you were out of town, yeah, we, we did a fortieth anniversary viewing of um, Friday the thirteenth and like totally last minute. We we're just like hey, I totally wasted. Oh yeah, and we were yeah, drunk off our asses. Um, but like while we were like watching it, Brett was like, Hey, there's a Betsy Palmer autograph on eBay for fourteen ninety nine and it says to David, you should totally buy it like right now. Did you? Please so, tell me you please tell me you did. I did. And I got awesome. it. Awesome. <laughs> $14.95? Yeah, a Betsy Palmer yeah. autograph. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine. Your... Did it have a certificate it, of authenticity? Even if it's <laughs> no. fake, even if it's fake, you're a winner. It's gotta be real because it's personalized. Like if you're gonna it's fake gotta something, be real. you wouldn't personalize it. So I'm I sure think it's, it's legit. Still... Yeah. It has a little schmutz on it though. Did you get yeah. it off? No, I haven't even tried yet. Honestly, I haven't cared enough to attempt to get the... I just think it's awesome that it says to David. Look, with, not with that love. I give a shit about social media, but I think you should post it on Twitter for all these twit heads. <laughs> hey, Alan, I know you don't care about social media. However, I'm going to give a shout out to one of our listeners because literally while we were recording this, um, somebody on Twitter tagged us, uh, and it's Essential Eric... And he said, uh, hey, I'm pretty sure Alan was looking for this. And it says, uh, so it appears that the Django set that Arrow Films was supposed to release last year, or the year before, before it was canceled, is actually coming out this time. Release date is June 30th. Thank God. So there you go. Thank God. One of the best. Slipbox and Steelbook. Wow. Not only one of the best spaghetti westerns ever made, but one of the best films ever made. There you go. Cheers to Eric. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah, so you got a that's from Arrow. Yeah. Arrow Films, fantastic. They do great work. I'm glad they worked that out. They were in conflict with Blue Underground. Um, I'm glad, you know, that set. I'm, I'm that, that was one of the sets that I was looking forward to so much. I love Franco Nero. I love Django. And honestly, that, that's one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite films. Like, it's just a landmark film. I don't care. He, loved it. he loved it so much, he had to... Basically, named his, his uh, film after Django it. Unchained, and Franco <laughs> and Franco Nero's in that film too. So it's it. Not only is it one of the best spaghetti westerns ever made, it's one of my personal favorite films. Horror or not, everybody needs to watch Django. It's a great film, and it was very controversial for its time. Nineteen sixty six, great film. Um, there was also something else, though, David, uh, that you were going to give shout outs to people if they could guess what films. We were going to talk about tonight, weren't you? No one guessed. Uh, <laughs> no one guessed at all. Someone, even, someone actually got half see? of something right in the previous episode, but oh, they okay. only got one movie. So oh. nothing. They don't. No, no nobody winners. gets a. Sh- no, nope. everybody gets lumps of shit in their stockings. Oh, good for them. If you want to contact us, uh, how can they contact us? You can contact us, as I said earlier, on Twitter. Um, who knows? Maybe if you tweet us during a recording, we'll we'll shout you out live. Uh, we're Only the if you have information, though. What's that? Only if you have valuable information. Yeah, yeah. Don't just like tweet us like pictures of like what you're eating or whatever. Like, man, I don't care about that. Um, we're on Twitter. We're the Swear Wolves. We're also the Swear Wolves on Facebook. Uh, we have a uh, our YouTube channel where we are the Swear Wolves. We are on Instagram where we are the Swear Wolves podcast. We have our website theswearwolves.com, or you can email us directly. At swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so, for the swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And just remember, in space, no one can hear you scream, but they can hear you scream, Fuck, fuck Trump. Trump. talking about butt sex mm-hmm. yeah let's okay. give those people something to talk about we want to talk about sodomy let's fucking talk about sodomy <laughs> there's a deep purple song about butt sex yeah is it called sodomy uh, no it's called uh, oh jesus it's called i want you in sodomy no it's called i got mud on my helmet i love deep purple uh where is it let's see is it called, it's called What, What in the Butt. It's a classic. Yep. What, yep. What in the Butt. Da, oh. Da, da, da. oh, knocking at your back door. <laughs> ah.
There was also that one song. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. What about in uh, what the, the Led Zeppelin song, Whole Lot of Love? The shake for me, girl. I want to be your backdoor man. Hey, oh, is he talking about butt sex? Sex hey, in the butt. Not necessarily. Backdoor man was more like it was the, about uh, sex in the butt. But it was about the guy who would like, I think, sneak in and like out. The side, the side piece. Yeah, I think the Doors had a famous song called Backdoor Man. You know what uh, is about butt sex? Leprechaun 4 in space. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) All right, you ready? Yeah, let me give it a little swiggy. You're going to need it. I'm taking a few gulps. Originally, originally I wasn't going to drink uh, for the show. I was going to be like, I'm going to stay sober. Stone cold sober. Well, I'm but I'm only having one, so I'm Yeah, I'm this good. is my only one. All right. Oh, man. Are we recording? Mm, yes. Welcome to the Swear Wolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. Fuck, let me do that over again. I forgot <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs>